0: save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro
1: get ready to play hardball in the kingdom take me to the ball game.
2: i want to see the end. the parents.
1: Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom.
3: What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. Down on the docks, on the other side of the tracks, dive bar style podcast. Up and about the Seattle Mariners that you're listening to right here on the Odyssey app or hey, wherever else you are getting those podcasts from i'm all right with that i'm not gonna judge you and if you're checking this out on our youtube channel i'm gonna thank you in in advance for liking and subscribing it means a lot to the podcast we are gonna be putting more and more stuff on youtube if you've not went over and checked out the new relaunch of the youtube page you should do that got some good stuff we're gonna keep it coming to you also if you want to be down with the rye bread you want that street bread for rocking the rye bread hit up at simply.cora that's at simply.cora you can find her on instagram etsy all kinds of places she'll hook you on up as we say here in the description of our show we are a dive bar podcast every once in a while we are on location at a dive bar especially when i'm up in the seattle area today we are recording this episode on location at the last call right here in I would call this Free lard in between the Fremont and Ballard area right off of Leary Way you can't miss it it's to the left it's got Philadelphia Eagles Philadelphia 76ers and Philadelphia Phillies and I believe Flyers uh, what do you call those things flags hanging right out this is a uh, a Philly bar but they obviously Get overtaken by the Seattle sports fans. It's a nice place, isn't it, Ninja?
0: Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite places to hang out at.
3: All right. So the reason why we're doing all this uh, stalling here is there's really not a lot of good stuff to talk about with the Mariners. There's just been no action. I think we want to call it speculation. But it's hard to even Google and find Mariners linked to anything. (laughs) <laughs> at all. It, the only thing you, you were seeing is maybe what people want to like, I don't know this whole narrative of picking at the bones of the Mariners. And it's like, what do you mean picking at the bones? Uh, it's been a rough off season. No, it hasn't
0: no. been a complete fire sale. you know. That's, so that's good. We've had a, a little mini fire sale to
3: some people call it a fire sale. You say it isn't. I don't either. Um, from the outside looking in, it's we've moved on from guys in their 30s, maybe on the backside of their career, obviously on the backside of their career. And you look at Jared Kelnick and you go, "Ah, oh, somebody that, it, you know, to be fair, he's been a flop so far. Uh, he's still young, it, probably do great with the Atlanta Braves, but it wasn't working out here. But there is this narrative that the Mariners are – broke and they're cutting ties with anybody that is making money that isn't named Julio. Um, And that seems to be the national perspective on it uh, as well. well.
0: Owners haven't came out and said anything to the contrary. So, you know, people are just gonna keep on speculating.
3: There hasn't been much to talk about. Uh, We could sit here and make shit up, but that's not the kind of podcast we are. I feel like the league is waiting for the
0: the big names, you know, the big chips to fall where they're going to go
3: so people can start filling up their rosters. Um, you have Yamamoto and you have Snell. Um, do you think once they sign, we're going to see a lot of movement along with position player Cody Bellinger, right? Would you say that's one, two, and three right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the
0: pitching is... Where the Mariners are gonna get their leverage from, because if uh, once the top, you know, two or four pitchers go off the board, that's when the trade value for Wu and Emerson Hancock and Bryce Miller is gonna go up. So right now we're probably not gonna get the offers because there's still some pitching out there. But once the pitching pool starts drying up, that's when you're gonna start seeing the, you know, trade rumors for those guys so if we sign another starting pitcher that gives us more more room to move a, a woo or a Han, emerson hancock you know
3: pick pick which one you want right um so as far as when we're looking here at yamamoto if you pull it up it, it's the mariners are not in in on that uh i know that everybody's talking about mariners need more pitching depth which i don't understand uh, does it more veteran uh, depth because we're gonna make these trades? I keep I keep seeing like, hey, the Mariners need to add another starter. I don't understand that, but uh Yamamoto, if you look him up, it's Red Sox, it's Giants, it's Mets, it's Yankees. There's there's no Mariner. I think it's
0: down to the Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Mets right now. We had to. If I had to,
3: yeah, I I can see. Seeing. I could see San Francisco, I think landing him or landing snow. Look, they were in on Otani. There's been reports that they were near or around what the Dodgers did with the 700 million. If you go back to last year, Correa was a giant for a minute, I guess, technically, maybe not technically. And then they were in on the judge. We thought judge was going, going there. They've already made the signing, bringing over the Korean superstar and also uh Tom Murphy Tom Murphy uh we'll biggest nine get... of the year so far <laughs> Tom Murphy two years eight million dollars big four million dollars mariners could not scrape up but hey uh Tom Murphy that's who we got uh him from was from the Giants in twenty nineteen I believe so um they've obviously kept tabs on him saw what he was doing they're gonna bring him in but um as far as Snell uh, we're seeing Mets, we're seeing giants as this is their fallback plan. If they can't land Yamamoto, uh, we haven't heard anything since Thanksgiving weekend when he was, when he
0: raised the flag, when he
3: raised the flag and he was at the Huskies game and talking about wanting to come to Seattle and saying, come get me, uh, easier said than done this is a two time Cy Young award winner one Cy Young in both leagues coming off a Cy Young year in San Diego. What do you think about that? Where do you,
0: well, he's going to, I think he's going to demand about, you know, 25 million a year, probably. Mariners are trying to get a hometown deal for like, you know, $17 million. Who knows? It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Mariners need to make that happen. And, uh, I think the importance is getting six six really strong, healthy starters on your roster. And then, um, you know, having to decide where your seventh and eighth starters, which was Marco, we traded away already. And it's going to be one of our young three pitchers. But if, if that's if we were able to sign, it, sign another quality starting pitcher. And the, the goal of that is to get to that six-man rotation.
3: You know, something we should also mention here is Robbie Ray. And I would love to do an episode later, later on with a little bit more research, but what could the Mariners pitching rotation look like getting Robbie Ray in the middle of the season? You're talking about former Cy Young, former ace of the staff coming back mid season. Uh, Yeah, uh, they said he might
0: be back after the all-star break. So I'm thinking we go with a five man rotation put some bullpen games in there up into the all-star break. And then hopefully Robbie Ray comes back and we have it, that true six man rotation because that all the stats and all the analytics are just improved so much when you add that, that six quality starter to your team.
3: Yeah. But, but again, the key word you said to start this whole part off was you said healthy, six healthy, but we can't put him on the healthy list yet. Nope. Nope. You
0: gotta, you know, hopefully it's after the all-star break.
3: So, with Snell, just one other thing uh, about Snell is you would assume he's going to get at least what Glassnell got, right? You'd you'd figure this guy's going to get 25 million or maybe even more a year. I mean, it's coming off of a Cy Young. um, And you look over at Yamamoto, and and when I'm Googling this, you're seeing words like 300 million, up to 300 million. Mariners ain't going there. So, I, I think anybody that. Has these wild dreams of Yamamoto coming here. You're hearing it right here on the podcast. He ain't coming. I know you're probably all going, no shit. You're, you're wasting my time. I already know this. But he's not coming to Seattle. Blake Snell, it's tricky because you say, and I agree with you, things will start moving as far as free agents and signing and getting to these other levels after Yamamoto and after Snell but if the mariners were to add no wouldn't we the market i don't i don't understand how that would work i mean do you feel like we just go out there and grab him in this situation and then we hold even more leverage with the pitching we'll have a you know
0: an extra pitcher that an extra quality starter a young quality starter you know that we'll have available for a bat and we're going to need to pick up some hitting. We need to pick up at least two more bats. We've got rid of an outfielder, maybe a baseman, you know, at at least one trade for one quality (laughs) bat. And that's our only trade leverage right now, you know, is Bryce Miller, woo or Emerson Hancock.
3: Yeah. One would be a good place to start. I'd like one before Christmas. I know we got a few days before Christmas. One would be nice. Uh, but as far as this pitching leverage, do you see the Mariners pitching value leverage stronger with Snell or Snell and Yamamoto signed somewhere else? And then now you'll start to see more of the bigger offers coming in for what the Mariners have right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we
0: sign Snell, that's just one big, big pitcher off the market. So then people aren't going to be able to sign him. So they're going to start you know trying to figure out how to fit it how to finish out the rotation and add pitchers that they can
2: Supercross this weekend in the Kingdom. the is Beer's Supercross double header. Ready Seattle, this Saturday night at 7.30 and Sunday afternoon at 2, the 1988 AMA Supercross Tour, Motorcycle Media, on an incredible dirt battleground that treats man and machine the same way. With absolutely no respect. See the best. National champion Jeff Ward. Former champion Ricky Johnson. Tickets at all Ticketmaster locations, including the Bond Tower Records and Video, and participating Honda dealers. The Coors Beer Supercross.
3: So just a little bit of break in the action. Uh, we were blessed by the owner of The Last Call, where we were recording this episode. Brian, how's it going?
2: Really good. How you doing, my brother?
3: Good. Uh, so let, tell us a little bit about this bar, how to get going, and what is all the Philly stuff about?
2: <laughs> so I'm from Philly. I lived in Seattle 17 years. Uh, but I always wanted to open an Eagles bar, especially in Seattle, because there's a shitload of Philly people here. Uh Bought this bar about nine months ago. Uh, we had a nice run with the fills. Uh Absolutely brutal losing that game seven. To the D-backs still getting over it. Uh, but then we rolled right in the Eagle season. It's been really, really, really awesome.
3: And now my Flyers and Sixers are doing well too. So uh, it's going well. It is going well. Yeah. So, here, so this bar, you guys just opened this up. Yeah, um, nine months ago. But you've worked in the bar scene here in Seattle for quite a For quite a while, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. me and my wife, partner, life partner, business partner, Andrea, we're, we've are we been bartenders a long time. So most bartenders want to open a bar, and uh, we were lucky enough to do it.
3: So what are the big things here? Like what is the draw here at this place? Is it the is it all the games you got here? Is it the kitchen? Is it the bar? What, what do you –
2: uh, you- it turns out people love free pool and ping pong <laughs> yeah. so so that helps and i don't like making change yeah. so uh, it works out well for everybody and also you know free parking and our prices are are cheap and they are you know it's just a when i when i built this place out i just wanted to make a bar that me and my friends would want to go to and uh and i think we did that
3: definitely has that like that punk rock uh, chic garage like feel to it that yeah. I like
2: mission accomplished it
3: yeah. has the dive bar feel <laughs> without the dive bar smells I gotta say this yeah. is like one of the cleanest uh dive, dive bars. bars and, and yeah. I thought you and your wife were in here yeah this was in the deck I can yeah. I
2: can vouch they clean this place yeah. I mean I love dive bars but yeah. like I don't like being somewhere that fucking smells and it's gross yeah, and yeah. The bathrooms are fucking gross so yeah and yeah.
3: you guys have quite a bit of flat screens in here you guys are playing all the games
2: yeah no matter where you sit you can you have a good angle at a tv uh right now we got my sixers on pretty good game too yeah sea wolves uh but we also i mean we love seattle people too like i can't wait for the UW game we actually UW football ended up being a really we get more People here for U-Dub games than we do for Seahawks games. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: and during the baseball season, which is the longest season, yeah. sports season, you're going to have as a as a bar owner. Uh, what's really cool here, you're right in between Fremont and Ballard. They call it Freelard, yeah. right? So when you're going from that scene to this scene, and you got the garage doors uh, right here on Leary Way. Uh, you can check out all the Mariners games here, of course. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, certainly. I mean, I'm a, you know, it, I've been a Seahawks fan since I was a freshman in high school because mm-hmm. of Kurt Warner running back, went to Penn State, got drafted by the Seahawks back when they were in the AFC. So I, you know, they were my AFC team forever. And I've been here 17 years. So I, I mean, I love the Mariners and Seahawks. And yeah, there's nothing like having a Mariners game on
3: six nights a week. Yeah. And you say you've been here 17 <laughs> years. So you were here for pretty much most of that playoff drought. So oh, even, Jesus even Christ. as a yeah. Phillies fan, what was that moment like when the Mariners finally clinched it? Oh you? my
2: God. Uh, it was, it was so great. Cause I mean, we, I was going all the time, you know, like uh, towards, they were, they were playoff games, you know, that when they finally clinched, that was just, just fucking great. Cause there's no playoff baseball is unlike anything else like yeah. that when every pitch counts there there, there's just nothing like playoff baseball so
3: yeah <laughs> we're kind of we kind of know what you're talking yeah, about here, so. yeah, <laughs> That's I, a, well it. and
2: also keep in mind my bills you know I, i'm from philly so i'm very used to losing and disappointment so i i get
3: it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so you can definitely counsel the the yeah. mariners fans yeah, out just,
2: here although i i just i I'm just I don't know what they are doing this off season. I'm I'm like trying to think is there a strategy there that I'm not seeing, you know? Like I get it, dumping some salaries. I was thinking it was to make room to for other signings, but I I just don't get where it's where it's going this off it
3: kind of reminds me of if you go to like qfc sometimes they mark down items and yeah. you, you see the sushi and you're like yeah, yeah well tomorrow this might yeah. be so four exactly. dollars i don't know if that's going to be the yeah, right I, I mean that's going to be the right the right approach so speaking of food uh do you guys have a philly uh specialty here well
2: so we're renovating the kitchen right now and this is the time of year to do it you know mm-hmm. it's it, in about three weeks we'll be open with a full kitchen and it's cheese steaks wings you know
3: anything you'd expect out of philly exactly right? yeah bringing no, that love here no
2: broccoli or you know anything healthy at all
3: well yeah well we just want to thank you for letting us do our podcast here and inviting us on down i know we've watched many games here and talked about this so it's yeah. uh thanks again and yeah. if there's anything you got to say to the uh viewers to stop on by it
2: hey we're uh, open every day, two to two. Can't be called last call and close early. No. So, you know, we're always, none of this closed on Monday shit, open till midnight on Tuesday. Every day till two.
3: Yeah. So, especially if you're an industry worker, or city worker, you can get off late. That last call is always here to, with open arms for you. Always. All right. Thanks, man. Hey,
2: thank you, brother. Right. Cheers. We've got guys from all over the world on our club. Veterans like Edgar Martinez
1: really help them out. I like a double tall latte, please. I like, I like a double toe latte, please.
2: How about them cooks? How about them cooks?
3: Gooey dog. Gooey, gooey, gooey dog. Duck.
1: I took my gooey dog to Puyallup.
3: I, I took my gooey, gooey dog to Puyallup. Good. The Seattle Mariners. You gotta love these guys. Just sure, you betcha. So, I know that there's been a lot of talk about the Mariners pitching and what we're willing to trade for offense so i'm just looking around the league and i google what's going on and i pulled up one from the twins they don't seem like a very attractive trade um partner to me but i mean they think they are for us um the article is which mariners starting pitching could the twins acquire in a trade um and they have some scenarios here. Potential trade one, twins receive Brian Wu. Mariners receive Max Kepler and Matt Wallner. Uh, potential trade two, Mariners receive Jorge Polanco, Emmanuel Rodriguez for Bryce Miller. The twins would receive Bryce Miller. Potential trade three, they have Mariners receiving Eduard Julian and Brooks lee and the mariners logan gilbert uh so those are their three three things when i look at this last one the most unattractive one to me is losing logan gilbert out of those uh not knowing who brooks lee is or uh edward julian um but uh so let's look up who they are brooks sounds
0: like sounds like an article written by the minnesota twins like i sure yeah it sounds great
3: end. I, I look up this brooks lee's a shortstop he doesn't have a uniform number or any stats so i i don't know who this i wonder if this is a fake uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fake article no this is this is uh
0: it's the weird speculation going on all, all over baseball with things to just make no sense the Mariners are not getting rid of Logan Gilbert for prospects it's not happening Uh, if anything we're giving up one of our young pitchers for a a proven bat so you
3: don't like any of these trades let's go back up to the more more let's go up to this one Jorge Polanco Emmanuel Rodriguez for Bryce Miller
0: yeah get that out of here we don't want either of those guys and we're going to keep Bryce Miller Okay,
3: Brian Wu for Max Kepler and Matt Walner.
0: Same. Same. Why, why did we get rid of the friendly contract with control over, you know, a couple guys that aren't really gonna make a difference on our team?
3: So you're just shutting this whole twins thing down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said at the top, not 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 an attractive uh trade partner, but I'm saying this is Basically, this is what you're getting around the league. This is examples you're getting. Here's some people we don't want for people we really want.
0: Yeah, here take our most valuable, you know, trade piece, and we'll give you uh, this journeyman, journeyman veteran, mediocre bat guy
3: or Brooks Lee. He doesn't have a jersey number. There's no. I'm on. I'm on baseball reference, and there's nothing. There's nothing about him. Again, we're not we're not
0: trading Logan for prospects. It's not happening.
3: Yeah, I, there's no reason for the Mariners to trade any of these guys or even our potential prospects for prospects. There's no reason for it right now in the window that they're in.
0: Yeah, I've heard much better scenarios. I know that it, they may not happen, but the a Rosa Raines Hawk the the trade with the Reds talk for Novelli Marte or Jonathan India or you know something like that. We're gonna. The yeah. Guardians are trying to get rid of some people. They're trying to you know because of their TV deal. The Shane Shane Bieber might be available. He's another one. There's so many uh better ball players out there that, you know, as, as the season go on, our pitching trade pieces are gonna become more valuable.
2: Mr. Bieber, Will you play pepper
1: with me? I can't, son. It's against the rules. How many times have you heard
2: that? Hi, I'm Ken Griffey Jr. When I'm not running the bases, I'm running for president. Vote for me, and I
3: promise to erase every no pepper sign in America. Mr. Griffey, will you play pepper with me? Sure, kid. Could you help me out with some swing states? Oh, uh, yeah,
2: I guess. I'll every foot and a pepper game in every backyard.
1: I think Ken Griffey is spending too much time on the field, not enough time on issues like the flat tax.
2: No Pepper? I say yes to Pepper.
1: Look, Pepper was outlawed for a reason. It tears up the turf. You know how big this thing was? Look at this. Pepper man. And right under there, Korean
2: war ends. The man don't want you to play Pepper. You gonna listen to the man? If you outlaw Pepper... Only outlaw to play pepper. So where does the candidate stand on real issues, like the flat tax? I
3: mean, if they're so smart in Washington, why don't they have a baseball team?
2: Baseball without pepper is like baseball without baseballs anyone can champion pepper it takes a real man to champion the flat tax it's pepper that people want they don't care about the minimum wage the flat tax they want pepper and they want it now pepper
1: to the people man land of the free why can't i play pepper
2: jefferson should have said life liberty pepper in the pursuit of happiness but it just didn't sound right but that's what they meant to say i know that and where's this moose stand on the flat tax
3: so one last thing here before we close, we kind of mentioned this earlier on uh, Tom Murphy going to the giants two years, $8 million. That's where he, we originally got him from. You were a big yeah. fan of Murphy. You have the the Murphy bat. It's the end uh,
0: of an error in Seattle.
3: How does this feel? Do you think this is something that the Mariners should have jumped on at this price? Or do you think it, this is, it was time to uh, part ways with him, dude, who is it's hard to activity. tell, you know,
0: I wish, Murphy could have stayed healthy last year, and you know the year before that. I, I have a feeling he's gonna thrive in San Francisco. He's probably gonna be, you know, another bold prediction it's like what Tom Murphy and Kelnick National League All Stars next year. <laughs> the way the Mariners go, I could see like
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know Hanno doesn't care. He was pretty critical of uh, Tom Murphy this whole time, but the biggest Tom Murphy fan we got to check in on her. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you know that we are good friends and uh, supporters and they support us. Uh, Murphy's Irish pub on 45th in the Wallingford area. Uh, We've recorded uh, some really good podcasts there recorded with Tom Hutler there, the owner, Shelley, big supporter of the podcast, big Tom Murphy fan, bats, jerseys. I'm pretty sure she named her bar after him. Anyways, let's give her a call and see what she's got to say. Hello. Shelly, we are Shelly, we are calling to check your vital signs. Uh how are you doing?
1: I'm just so sad. It's so silly.
3: So uh have you what what are we doing? Are we renovating and changing the name of the bar what what's gonna happen?
1: (laughs) No. All of that will stay just the same. So I'll have the bat on display and the baseball, and um, I'll still wear my Murphy jersey with pride, Myron. Um, my husband just said he won't. He's dead to him. <laughs>
3: yeah, he's a, he's, he's a smart man. He's he's all about the, the name and the front of the jersey instead of the back,
1: Jelly. <laughs> I suppose, yes. I suppose. <laughs> so, so
3: speaking of Tom Murphy jerseys, how many Tom Murphy jerseys do you actually own?
1: I have three and I love each one of them that, and I think Tom Murphy has more than three Murphy shirts from the bar because I took them down to spring training and gave them to him. <laughs> that's,
3: that's right well I I gotta say you probably are the Guinness Book world record holder of Tom Murphy jerseys I'm gonna have to check in on that and see if we can get you a certificate so yeah you guys <laughs> do have a Tom Murphy bat at your bar uh, it's displayed uh, prominently right above the bar. How did you get that bat from Tom?
1: Uh, we had asked for a donation from um, from him for our Salmon for Soldiers golf tournament, and one of the customers won it and then gave it to me and then put it, but then we displayed it there because they knew I loved Tom Murphy. and Tom uh, was always so good about when I would get in touch with Sam that he would donate stuff for especially serving veterans. He loves he loved veterans. And um, so so that's how I got it. And it was such a nice, like, Sam, the at for Soldiers won and I won even better. Now, and now I can go beat, beat the Mariner ownership with it maybe. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so are you going to get a San Francisco Giants Murphy jersey? And, and second follow-up question, is your husband going to allow that to happen?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know if I can do that. It is the Giants, you know? And um, even though they're not in our our side i still don't know phil if i were to get a pumper feed giants jersey would you allow that well, I yeah uh maybe on the golf course i don't know if I have the pub <laughs> maybe at the golf course but not at the pub <laughs> uh, that's smart uh
0: <laughs> hey shelly ninja here at least we're gonna still Hi. To see at least we're gonna still get to see him in spring training right
1: well that that is true i did not think about that that's a good point yeah, that's awesome. I can still bring him the newest and latest Burpee t-shirt.
0: Yeah, I still got a chance to get my bat sign.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, you can go yeah. check him out over
3: in Scottsdale, which is, I got to admit, uh, a much more, a way better social area than, than uh, Peoria. Uh, yeah, that's true. Now, Hanno, my regular co-host, is still trying to organize this bat burning um, and jersey burning <laughs> on the corner of Densmore and 45th. Uh, <laughs> what do you got to say about that or are, are you going to be there are you going to be attending
1: it's not happening and i bet Hanno has a secret love for commerce he has dirty too. he just won't tell you <laughs> i did not think
3: about that uh, i think
1: he sleeps in it
3: <laughs> yeah i mean listen the guy if he could have played more games been a little bit more healthy it's a different conversation but he'd probably been a higher price tag the guy's a really good hitter um good team leader i mean i saw him up close and personal last year at spring training when i was covering the M's. uh it it's gonna be it is kind of strange that he's gonna not gonna be there in the mariners at least in the mariners dugout cheering on the M's.
1: yeah i that's just a bummer i mean i have so many videos of him and dead from the bullpen when he's you know warming up the pitcher and i just yeah he's just i don't know i just love him <laughs> The name's not bad either. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, again, we've
3: recorded many shows. Some of our really good, more memorable, I'd say greatest hit shows at Murphy's on 45th. Let's remind some of the listeners what you guys do at Murphy's and uh, all that.
1: Okay, so we're open seven days a week. We have um, trivia Tuesday and Thursday nights. We have live music on Friday and Saturday night. Sometimes we have jazz, jazz brunch. Um, What the the most exciting thing that's happening right now, we, we will be closed for Christmas, or we can all be with our families, but New Year's Eve is one of the best. It's right up there with St. Patrick's Day for us, because we celebrate Irish New Year. And what that means is that in Seattle, when it's 4pm, it's midnight in Ireland. So we do the champagne toast, we have that Irish guy plays music, live music, and it's family friendly, all ages. So everybody all the irish community comes to our party and the kids are there and they're dancing and drinking and eating and it's just really fun and it's nice because it's early so if you want to have time to go to another party afterwards for the boring u.s new year you can um or you can just come to us and then go home and go to bed and just it's just the best time so um, we do have another band coming in later in the evening to bring in the american new year like u.s new year but um, so the irish new year is just so yeah. fun on party
3: so you can get wrecked nice and early, get to bed early, maybe make it to make maybe make it to midnight and make sure you're up and ready early for the uh, NHL Winter Classic down at T-Mobile Park with the Kraken and, and the uh, Golden Knights. I like it. I and like then it. there's also
1: some – isn't there some football game on the first also that's kind yeah, of important? No? Yeah,
3: one of the local college teams <coughs> is playing, has a game at 530. Uh, so, okay, I was thinking that too. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys will be playing that there. So uh, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so interesting. The Irish celebrate New Year's
0: also. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> come take, on they take one second to stop drinking uh-huh. to acknowledge that the calendar has changed but uh well next time we're up there at murphy's which should be pretty soon here we'll we'll have to have an irish wake yeah. for uh they drop the, the
0: potato in dublin
3: uh, we're gonna have to have an irish wake <laughs> we'll have to have an irish wake for tom murphy in the america just so sad, dang it. Yeah, and uh, well, hopefully, we'll keep the thread going on. Uh, the behind the scenes that people don't know, there are some spicy, uh, some spicy uh, thread conversations when it comes to Tom Murphy, Hanno, and uh, Shelly. <laughs> That's
1: all I got. To yeah, say. yeah, and Lynch is in there
3: too.
1: He's just
3: yeah, nice. He is, he is, he is. He is. Yeah. All right, right Shelly, we will see you soon. We'll We'll be over at Murphy's. I'm sure sometime very, very close in the future. All right, you guys. Merry Christmas. We'll chat soon. All right. Bye. All right, so that's our episode for today. It, look, we're here just like everybody else going like, what the fuck is going on? Hey, you go and you look up stuff online. There's, there's, It seems like the Mariners are less and less involved in stuff. And sometimes it's a good sign. Sometimes when you're... Uh, not in the headlines and uh, you think you're out of it that you, you know we've seen it with the Yankees we've seen it with the Red Sox uh, I am I equating the Mariners to the Red Sox and Yankees organizations yes I am but um, we'll be here if something breaks uh want to give a shout out to Brian and the last call bar here in Freelard you know the area between Fremont and Ballard in Seattle. Also, thank you for liking, subscribing, and all that good stuff. If you're checking this out on YouTube, hit that subscription. Also, don't be afraid to rate us. We love those five tool baseball players here on this podcast, but you know what we like more than that? Five star reviews, so make sure to hit us with that five star review. Anyways, like I said, we'll be back hopefully tomorrow, hopefully with some news. Hopefully we are getting some presents to open before Christmas. And don't forget this friday december 22nd come on out to the admiral pub in west seattle mariners pa announcer who's been holding down that job since 1987 since alvin davis was playing first base and jim presley was playing third base and we had two catchers they were dave valley they were scott bradley he's been there pre griffey anyways his band high cheese awesome band they're going to be playing it is a charity event so bring some perishable foods again that's at the admiral december 22nd the band starts at 8 30 doors open whenever that bar opens go look it up i'm not gonna look it up right now anyways we'll talk to you soon